2: We've got just the last couple of weeks in here for your opportunity metrics needs. Now when you jump to the efficiency tab, this is where we're looking at putting some context on player production. You know, How good are these guys? You know, you've got your clean pocket stats for quarterbacks, your pressure stats. You've got some elusiveness and power stats for running backs. You know, you've got some target quality metrics down here for wide receivers. I encourage you to check all this stuff out. We've got tool tips on every single stat. So that you can learn what they are. Maybe learn a little bit about football in the process. We'll break down some of these things in a little bit more detail in future tutorial videos on Redo Academy. But just for now, we're giving you a quick overview of what we've got here in Gridiron IQ. The production tab, some of your basic counting stats. And we've even got some advanced stats from Sports Info Solution on you know, zone blocking, gap blocking, things that you don't see everywhere you know, how do these players produce in these situations? For wide receivers, we've got verse man coverage and verse zone coverage. Again, stuff you're just not going to find around every corner. Talking about explosive plays for everybody. And finally, playerprofiler.com has helped us out with some stats for expected stats, comparing what they've actually scored in fantasy points to what they should have maybe scored based on their opportunity and situation. Well, we love that. And overall, we think there's some great things that you can find here in the production tab. Now, if we're talking about the right-hand side of the screen, we're talking about team-level stats. The overview tab is where you're going to land, and that's going to give you your basic fantasy points per game for the season in the last four weeks, and your Football Outsiders DVOA stats, which you know and love uh, from their website. You know They've got some great, great information that leads to, that tells us descriptively who has done really well on offense and defense in the past, as well as their adjusted line yards and adjusted sack rate metrics, which tell us about uh, run blocking, run defense, and then their pass rush and the ability to avoid the pass rush when we're talking about the offensive line. Overall, some great stats from great data providers. Our identity tab tells us about the offensive and defensive identity for each team. We line them up on both sides with the tooltips so you can understand what each stat is. Uh, I love these formational stats. You know, how often does a team run three wides plus? How often do they run two tight ends plus? What's the situation neutral pace? What's the pace leading and trailing? We've got all this stuff side by side with offense and defense for you to break down the matchups in short order. We've done the same with some passing statistics and some rushing statistics so you can dive a little bit deeper into the matchups there. And then finally, if you are someone who likes to get out there and make some bets, We've got your basic Vegas line information, which of course can help you break down a game for DFS, but also these player prop stats where we compare our projected values and the Rotor Grinder stock projections to what's out there on the sharp side uh, betting market. And we're giving you a rating from 0 to 100 as to whether or not our projections make this line a good one to bet the over or the under. And we'll share that uh, with the side information right here. So yeah, we love the PropBets tool. Hopefully you'll find some value in this in your weekly prop bet research. Folks, that's going to do it for this tutorial video on Gridiron IQ. We'll have a lot more coming in Roto Academy so we can help you understand some better ways to research NFL DFS, including ways to do it with Gridiron IQ. Best of luck in all of your NFL DFS contests and your sports bets. For Rotorinders.com, I am Chris Tremino. We will be back again very soon with more great tutorial videos on Gridiron IQ.
1: Alright guys, I spent all off-season long on fantasy Twitter, reading the hype pieces, slurping up the Kool-Aid, and yet here we are, three weeks into the season, and it's time to pour one out for the homies. And by homies, I mean those players, and those teams, and those narratives that just aren't gonna pan out. Let's crack open a 40. And pay our respects. The Cleveland Browns. Remember when the Browns were going to the Super Bowl? Here we go, Brownies, here we go. Now they're drawing up draw plays on fourth and nine.
3: Brown does not like that ball.
1: And getting blown out at home by the Titans. If there is a god, Daniel Jones will go to his next presser and say, Can't believe the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield. Sorry, Brownies. Speaking of Daniel Dimes, pour one out for the Daniel Jones suck chorus that echoed throughout the fantasy sphere all off-season long. He sucks. Come on guys, the dude looks like Eli Manning. He plays like Josh Allen and he's got a nickname like Broadway Joe. What's there not to like? Time to pour one out for the haters. Cliff Kingsbury in the air raid. Remember when Cliff was going to be the second coming of Chip Kelly slash Jesus Christ? And yet all this guy does is drop two and a half yard crossing pattern and kick field goals. Someone do that meme with Cliff Kingsbury holding Kyler Murray's hand, but looking over his shoulder, checking out Zane Gonzalez. Fine, I'll do it. Come on, Cliff. The Miami Dolphins. Let's pour one out for the Miami Dolphins. Remember when they were going to be... Okay, no one ever thought the Dolphins were going to be great, but we can pour one out for them regardless. Darrell Henderson, Justice Hill, and Darwin Thompson. The buzziest of buzzy running back sleepers. The three of them combined through three games have 17 touches. Do you know what we call 17 touches? We call that an opening drive for Marlon Mack. Pour one out for Darwin, Durrell, and Justice. They said Lamar Jackson can't pass. Jackson
4: flings it downfield. Look up. He's got it. I think
1: we're going to have to empty the whole thing for that one. Are you still here? Move along. All right, guys.
5: going on Roto-Grinders. Dean here. at Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 501 on the East Coast, 201 on the West Coast, 401 Tennessee time, which of course that makes it time for the flagship show here at Roto-Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. It was supposed to be a two-man booth, an intimate show. Myself and the go-to goats, Dave Potts. Cheese is good. He's a lot of things. He's not a jabroni. Uh, Dave, welcome to the flagship, first of all, and we'll talk about the imposter in a second. Hi, Dean.
4: (laughs) How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, um, everything's exciting, but uh, you know, baseball is winding down. This is the last, probably really good slate, and and here we are.
5: Yeah, yeah. I was excited, and my 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 uh, my levels. I'm, I'm up and down. I'm roller coastering because they have we have a. Uh, by God, that's Big T's music. He's going to turn heel on us for sure. We found out that uh, you know his alleged best friend or former best friends. I'm not really sure what's going on in your lives these days. If you guys are still uh, Facebook uh, facebooking or anything, but. Uh, <laughs>
3: I you mean, guys when still you're best it? friends, you're best friends forever, Dean. I mean, we we haven't just quit on each other. I don't think you know what the second F stands
4: for. E F F. I mean, you guys have the charm pass bracelet? up this opportunity.
5: Show me that, like your your charm bracelet, where each of you guys have half of it. and You're wearing it around your neck. Is that something you guys? We have? We can't or?
3: show you where it's located. It's the problem? Yeah.
5: <laughs> what's up Tony welcome to the show this is going to be a lot of fun I haven't
3: done a show with cheese all year I mean I don't I don't know why I've been looking forward to this moment I missed the song I wanted to come in on the song but it was I don't remember what I was doing that day but I can't I can't go a whole season without a show with, with my um, man
5: if you uh if you go on the RG uh t- the Twitter page you can see some of the highlights of Dave's uh he was basically singing his picks that day. That, that was good times for sure. That
3: was a lot of fun. And, and guarantee it he, wasn't as good as the song to Nelly Cruz song and the other song he sang to us. Eh, that's looks like, so Oh, crazy. That was a classic. Yeah, that's <laughs> still out there somewhere on the interwebs. Oh, I have it. it. It's saved on my computer somewhere. Would you guys want to discuss John Gray for the hour, or what, what do you guys want to talk about? I'll be trying to get some tension going between <laughs> us. That doesn't work <laughs> these days. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm gonna do my best to. to be i doing up that. In.
5: Well, you know, I got to take my shots, and like because it's gonna be, it's this is a two for one deal, and I got a puncher's chance. That that was the best haymaker I got. Now I'm I'm done. <laughs> I mean. This this is not gonna go well for me. uh Dave, obviously, last week of the season, you know, we were talking pre-show. Sure this this is probably the best slate we're gonna have. Uh, a slew of good arms, uh just a ridiculous amount of good arms. Most of them ha- actually have a real incentive to actually pitch well and throw, ba- you know, enough baseballs so that they're worth worth rostering. And then there's a bunch of guys that. As far as hitters, that we don't really know. Uh, apparently, we just saw Anthony Kay got scratched. We're going to see a lot of dudes getting scratched, I suppose. Uh, let's just take an overall screenshot as as far as this slate. How are we digging in? Because I think we both like this one.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, generally the last week of baseball is is just nonsense and hardly worth playing, just a little bit here and there. But this is this is like a real slate. Um, and like you said, probably the best part about it is the good pitchers for the most part are in meaningful games, so we don't really have to worry about the you know, three innings and they pull them. Um, There's less bullpen games than usual. Um, Like most of the rest of the week, we're going to see a lot of bullpen games. Whereas today we have, you know, Toronto, um, you know, the White Sox kind of ish. um, Yankees. Yankees. But there's a lot of good pitchers in meaningful games. And I like it. Uh, The offense is just spread out enough that you can be a little different, but it's also focused enough that you don't have to just Try to play everybody. I mean, there's still some clear best spots, but there's just enough of them that not everyone's going to be playing the same thing.
5: Looks like uh, Thomas Panoni is going to draw the start there for Toronto, and I would imagine you would go like an inning or two or something like that, and the rest of going to be a bullpen game. And we saw last night that was what 16 innings, 15 innings, or something like that. And you know, there's so many arms in the pen these days. The 40-man roster, of Baltimore had what 14 guys, I think had those 14 through baseballs. And I'm sure it's just as many dudes on the other side as far as Toronto. But once again, a uh, bullpen game for, uh, for the Toronto side. Big T, what's your take as far as this
3: slate uh, overview? What what are we doing here? What, give, give me the screenshot. Yeah, I think it's the, the last uh, good slate to the playoffs. I, I love the playoff slates, but like you guys kind of said, all the good pitchers go tonight are a ton of the good pitchers and a lot of them have to win. So I think it's going to be a pretty interesting slate actually. I mean, there's, Six or seven elite pitchers that you can use that should go normal workload or co- close to normal lo- workload for this late in the year, and they're all in good spots. So I think we could see a monster pitching night. And one of the things me and Dean have agreed on at times is going with two pitchers. I think we might be able to pull that off tonight. There's a bunch of cheaper bats too that are out there. Dave, is that is that your mo as well as far as this going double barrel when you, when you can make it work?
4: Um, definitely. If we're talking cash games, yes.
5: Tournaments um, not so much, and if, and you're not necessarily
4: these days, right? Um, I am not anymore. um yeah. but it's definitely a you need two good pitchers in cash games. There's there's still a couple guys I kind of like on the lower end, um, but there's also enough cheap bats that I do think that the top build is going to be two good pitchers.
5: I think so too, and I think there's a pretty big opportunity to cost because two of these guys are going to have a big game. Like you know, one of them might falter for sure, but We'll kind of run them down, you know, Cole, Clevenger, Scherzer, uh, Erod in Texas, Flaherty's been awesome. Uh, even Nola is a guy who's like going to be lost in the slate. And then, you know, cheaper, I think the quote unquote optimal route to go would probably be the combination of Syndergaard and Mad Bum where you can like get a decent amount of bats and, you know, really solid arms as well too. Both well positioned and good ballparks and good matchups. But let's start at the top Dave, because like Garrett Cole, uh, we think he's going to be the Cy Young winner. Um, but we know the more of a salary cap, and you know, it's all slate dependent. And there's, so, there's such good step downs. Uh, he's the most expensive guy by, by a good bit. And I mean, in no way am I going to besmirch. I'm not discouraging anybody rostering like Garrett Cole. I'm certainly not going to call him overrated. But uh, I just, uh, I'm not getting there. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I, I just, it's hard to make it work. And he's the one guy, one of the guys amongst the elite that we can say, make an argument at least, like maybe Houston pushes back a little bit. Uh, you know they haven't shown it yet for what it's worth but like we're getting closer and closer to the end um, maybe they let him go 96 pitches which is still like he could go with CGSO in 96 pitches drop the Maddox yeah. but uh, again I, I'm going to have less cold than probably the field and it doesn't feel good especially when that's the hammer on the west
4: coast against Seattle great matchup uh, what say you as far as Garrett Cole well the thing is I'm not sure the field is going to have him that much like everyone's going to see this the same that yeah, of course he's the best pitcher, but everyone else is good, so I don't have to play him. I, I'm not. I don't think he's the chalk. I mean, I think Syndergaard, Bumgarner, is the chalk, which is pretty weird because, yeah, matchups great, but they are like the fifth and sixth best pitchers on this slate. Um, to me, you don't. You definitely don't have to play Cole, but I really think he's going to be underowned for who he is. Um, so I, I don't think you should be going in with the with the idea not to play him as much as going in with the idea that if I don't end up with him as much as I would like to, I'm fine with that.
5: How concerned are you with a
4: potential like pitch count of some sir, of uh, some like, like a, you know, whatever, not a big, yeah. one, obviously, but... essentially I'm not worried because even these like in the past month, we've seen him in that like 95 pitch range a couple of times. He's still getting 14 strikeouts in those <laughs> games. Like it just doesn't matter. Um, but sure. Like plain old, what could happen ceiling like Scherzer or Clevenger could throw 125 pitches and get the same number of strikeouts. Um, Like they're not on any fake pitch count. Like these teams need to win the Astros. It doesn't really matter. So yes, that is another little added thing. Why I don't think you play all the Cole. Um, He probably, you play this slate enough times. He's the highest scorer. But probably not from a points per dollar perspective the majority of the time.
5: Yeah. Uh, and I pulled up the ownership projections. Of course, these get tinkered with the closer and closer to get the lock, the more accurate they become. But you're right. I mean, as of right now, it's Guard at 28%, Baum at 26%, Scherzer at 22, Flaherty 16 and then Cole at 16 as well. Uh, and then we kind
3: of work our way down there. Uh, Tony, Garrett Cole, what say you? So, uh, first of all, cheese how much does home field mean in baseball like houston yankees
4: even the dodgers for that matter do they care about home field at all generally they only care about getting that one of the top two spots yeah um
3: i don't have any idea that much
4: in baseball it doesn't doesn't. i mean you'd rather have it yeah um you're not going to overuse a pitcher though to get it. right but it's enough that like they're not going to pull him early. Like if it's, if they're up like three runs in the fifth inning and Cole's at 90 pitches, they're not going to okay. pull him. Like he's going to go another inning. So they're tied
5: with the Yankees with 102 wins. Is that the kind of the point you're making there, uh Tony?
4: Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, in the Dodgers for the world series are a couple back too. I, I just, well, that's already own... determined. Isn't it? The all-star game. Yeah. It's just for the, uh, oh, it, for is the it just alternates. Whoever yeah. wins the all-star game gets, home they still game. do that. I thought they stopped doing it's that. So
5: ridiculous. Well, that's why people are watching the All Star game
3: now, don't you know? No, I think they stopped doing that. They didn't. I'm pretty sure they stopped that. Um, they, I guess I don't even know, honestly. I don't I'm, watch I'm the almost All-Star positive game. they stopped doing that like two years ago. You're making me question it now as well. So, uh, I'm, the, yeah, I'm I don't an All uh, Star game expert. You guys don't know this? I I'm on vacation that. At that time of year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Either way, it doesn't really matter.
4: I derailed the conversation, my bad. But So, I mean, yeah, Houston would rather win than not. Um, yeah. But yeah, it looks like they have they have switched back to yeah, now,
3: the best record, best record oh, right.
4: Yeah. Well there you go. Um I don't
3: know. I don't know if they care about not. That's the not, first but, time I've ever known something that she's done. It had to be about the All Star game, but I finally know <laughs> something that she's didn't know. Yeah, that's uh maybe first I can try.
5: I, I, I thought it was great, personally. Again, no? <laughs> I thought it was a great idea personally, like the like a random Marlin hitting a home run off a random Royal determines who has home field advantage in the World Series. Like that was brilliant. Yeah. I don't know why they changed it. That's just my thought. But uh tony working our way down we have if we talk about kind of reference there's actually pitchers that you know have incentive to play for you know clevenger uh flaherty uh you know th- those teams actually want to win they actually want to grab w's washington hasn't locked things down just yet uh scherzer's uh, in line for they're talking about him being in line for a potential uh wild card game i think it's washington basically at 97 cheese they're they're in right and they're say they like they're lose gonna, out yeah i mean They're going to probably face Milwaukee. I mean, mathematically, the Cubs still have a shot, like 3% or so, give or take. They probably think they still have a shot. But, you know, Matt says they do have a shot. Matt says they they don't have a shot, basically. It's probably not happening. It's more or less inevitable. Uh, Amongst these guys that will, like, we'll get max pitches out of Scherzer, out of Clevenger, out of Flaherty. T,
3: who's jumping for you? For me, like, one of the easiest plays I've seen all season is Clevenger. Like, he's going against the White Sox. The Indians need to win. I think he goes deep. I mean, the White Sox strike out an enormous amount of time. The only guy I'm worried about, even remotely, is Mancata against a power righty like this. I just think he goes off. I mean, that's why I like this slate. There's so many pitchers up there. He's going to be owned. I'm not saying he's going to be low-owned, but with all these guys up there, there's going to be people playing different guys. He's going to be 20 to 30%. He'll be the fifth or sixth highest-owned pitcher. Yeah, like, that's Christmas to me. I just think I don't even, he's going to go off. The Indians need to win. He's going to go deep. And as long as he can get by my boy Moncada, I think he's in pretty good shape for a month. What about Polka though? He cracked the lineup. Is that concerning? (laughs) That's pretty good. That's another plus in Clevenger's column. I'll tell you that (laughs) much. I have,
5: uh, Dave, are you with me? Have you played Polka at least once or twice this year to make things work? Yeah,
3: yep, absolutely. (laughs) I've played him. I've played him against my pitcher sometimes even to make it work. Just if like it's the perfect lineup and it's the only dude that can fit in there. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, Dave, you how, how Dave, we you missed the opportunity. You're supposed to say "knock on wood" if you're with me.
5: <laughs> well, I don't know if you're with me. I you came well, here to, like you, you know, got to find out. That's why you say it. You're about to turn heel like in five minutes. I see it coming for <laughs> sure. And the, the steel chair is warming up. Chief, uh, Chief, how are you how are you separating those guys? Like obviously the K right there for the White Sox, 29.2 percent collectively as far as that lineup against Rides this year. Uh, it's backloaded with a ton of guys that strike out for a good bit. But If you fire up the old plate IQ, like literally every dude isn't like – there's nobody in the green as far as striking out. 21.9% uh, is the least amount any of these guys have struck out. And, of course, Clevenger has got a 34.8% K rate. Uh, and against righties, it's 41.5%, which really jumps off the table. Not a ton yeah. of righties in this lineup. I'm seeing like four or five by my UCF math. I'm, I'm counting really quickly. Jeez, uh, you see the top guy amongst this grouping?
4: He is. It's so close. I've looked at these like Scherzer, Clevenger, and Flaherty. To me, are the three. Nothing against Eduardo Rodriguez. He's been pitching amazing last month, but he he doesn't quite crack that group for me. He's next. Geez, um, you have to
3: lower guys this week that aren't playing for anything, right? Like you have to lower them at least a little bit, right? Are we talking about Erod? It just. I mean, in
4: in general, but yeah, Erod. Well, um, well, Boston's still playing. They're technically st- – they can't be I, still playing. No, they, I guess they're f- fully eliminated now. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're 11 um, back at the I mean, he's run. honestly not – he's not really on my list, except that the, the Rangers against lefties. Right? You know, <laughs> they did. But um, I don't have enough – like, honestly, I don't have a single E-Rod. So I, I'm just mentioning him because he's been so great the last month. But Scherzer, Clevenger, Flaherty. Um, How many Why you not you playing tonight? I have about uh, five on each site.
5: Okay. If, you, if you're if you running 150, I know you run MME sometimes. Would he be all of a he sudden? Would, would you get he soon? would
4: make the pool. Yeah. Okay. All right, continue. Go ahead. I apologize for interrupting. Um. So I'm kind of playing it by site and by salary, which gives me Clevenger on Yahoo is my favorite guy. And then I like Flaherty on DraftKings. I like Scherzer on FanDuel. Like they're all just so close that I think you just kind of let the salary – sorted out but if i could only play one i would play clevenger
5: uh working our way down you know i guess let's talk about the chalky you know matt mad and center guard uh is that a combination you've considered dave as far as your your uh, one of five or you're getting pieces of those guys who do you prefer amongst those two because you know Thor center guard no lewis brinson that is a hit to guard as far as the lineup uh you want to see him in there and a guy with a nickname Thor, you think you have a bigger k rate than what he has, especially against what, uh, against righties? Lefties 20%? What is that? Uh, I just thought it was – wouldn't you think it's higher?
4: I don't know. Well, you would think it's supposed to be higher. But it's not. Um, (laughs) It's just supposed to be. And, like, every once in a while, like, once every six or seven starts, he he pops it in there and he gets a 10 strikeout game. It could happen here. Um, Officially, like, if we're talking cash, which, again, I'm not playing cash, you have to have one of these two guys on two pitcher sites and you might have both. Although I don't, I I think you need one better pitcher, but to me, I still like Bumgarner better at home. I just think in tournaments, I totally understand it. Like the prices are great. I just think it's, it's so dumb that this is the chalk on a (laughs) slate with Cole Scherzer, Clevenger and Flaherty that Syndergaard and Bumgarner are the chalk. I guess I think it's just not okay. Um, so I have a couple, um, just because of what fits salary wise. But I think it's terrible tournament chalk. Uh,
5: does Noah make your cut? No, no, Noah's not making no. my cut. I don't
4: make enough lines. He's the for guy. Me. Like he, he had somebody had to get the boot, and it's him.
5: Yeah, Noah and Erod are somewhere hanging out. Uh, very lonely. Not in your lineups, uh, Tony. Wh- where are you at as far as this uh, this grouping?
3: This is why I love the slate so much. Is I just think those top guys are so good, and I love the value guys down lower, uh, and I love Flaherty obviously, but. Like, Syndergaard has been so terrible. He's (laughs) going to be the chalk tonight for sure. I mean, he's had a couple starts that are just brutal in a row. And him and Bumgarner, and Bumgar I always like Bumgarner when he needs to pitch for something. When he's not pitching for anything, he'll probably be okay. I I agree with Cheese exactly how he said it. Like, I think these guys are perfect for cash. They're the best values that stick out on paper. But I don't need either one of them. sure if they fit in there and and I'm playing some teams, then it's fine. But. I like that I can play other guys while people are going to play these guys because I think at least one of these guys has a bad start for sure. And I wouldn't be surprised if both of them kind of lumber to like a 12 point game or something tonight.
4: Yeah. And it's like the expectation is like, you know, they get you 20 points and the expectation for that top tier is they get you 30 plus. Yeah. Um, like I think Clevenger could get us 40 tonight. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really any one of those guys could get the 40. Um, And I just, there's enough value bats that I just don't think you need the pretty good pitcher because of the matchup at their salary. Yeah. Speaking
5: of value bats, I I missed this. There's a dude named Valera leading off for Toronto today. Can you confirm this is a person name? He's not
4: yesterday. He's not terrible. I think he's a a pretty solid play.
5: Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for some cheapies. I'm trying to figure out a way to make this work as far as uh, the expensive arms. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, T, you said you like some of the cheap guys. we talk talking about bats or arms. I'm curious what arms you like that are cheap. There are two in the mid tier that I like uh, that I'll be playing for tournaments. I guess like is sort of relative. And there's one down on the floor where you can kind of close your eyes and, like, you know, cross your fingers and hope for the best, which I think is going to be fairly popular just because, hey, you got to make the big boys work as well. Who are you referring to, Tony, as far as the
3: cheapies you like? I mean, I'm okay. Kind of like how I've played tournaments like this for the last, like, two months where I just play these super cheap guys and just hope they get me 12. They usually do get me 12. Like, you got Jeff Hoffman. You got Peters. You got McKay. All these guys that are under 5K, like, you don't need anything. They only need to strike a few guys out and go four innings and you're home free. Sure, they could get negative, too, but you're playing tournaments. Like, when they get you 12 to 15, you get all the bats and you're golden. So, I'm good like, Hoffman would be my favorite, I think, just because of the ballpark against a team that stinks and not playing for anything. I guess it would be – he'd be my guy if I had to pick one. If you can tell me McKay's going to pitch, like, four innings, it would be
5: McKay for me.
3: He's probably not going to, though, is yeah. he?
5: Probably not. Like, Chirinos yeah. has pitched, you know, four or five. He's pitched one. You know, Tampa has full incentive. If he's out there, he's scuffling. He'll get, the, he'll bit of, get a very quick hook. Uh, McKay's a legit arm, nice ballpark as well, too. Uh, and it you know it certainly benefits him not to draw a start it's, you know especially where it's like where quality starts don't matter because well, he's not going to go six anyway but you want him to at least to have a chance to be pitching during the fifth inning if they're ahead he grabs that W and that's kind of where we're looking as far as the cheap guys we missed the mitts here we'll talk about that in a second day but uh, between Hoffman and McKay and again McKay can pitch one inning he pitch four and who knows I've seen nothing it's maybe it's just game dependent like situations and all that
4: yeah. but I that's probably who you're considering
5: <laughs> yeah I,
4: I'm playing Hoffman. Um, McKay is a better pitcher than Hoffman Um, but yeah like you say I think he'll probably pitch the same 60 pitches he's been getting which gives him four innings and he'll be in line for the win if they play well enough but Tampa and their pitchers I mean you just don't know it could be two innings Um, Mm -hmm. pitching in San Francisco and and Hoffman has been really weirdly reverse splitsy like this isn't even a bad matchup for him he's actually struck out like a fair amount of batters especially on the road I, I think he's i don't it's dumb to say he's a good play but i think he's a good play
5: yeah and, and then the mid-tier there's two guys that kind of jump for me uh you know Dave. as far as the guys keller you know a nice arm there obviously in pittsburgh against the chicago team it's you know still kind of beat up they're still playing for something you know not officially limited for the playoffs no bias that lineup obviously nice ballpark uh Keller has been up and down. Obviously his ERA is really really sky high, but the Sierra suggests he's been unlucky. His batting average on balls and play is something like four seventy or something goofy like that. Uh and then there's Bundy <laughs> against uh, Valera and the rest of the Blue Jays. If
4: you can uh, get past
5: Valera, he's got a shot. <laughs> like that that's the mid tier, right? I got nothing else in the mid tier. So it's those two guys.
4: That is absolutely the mid tier. And I like it a lot, especially on Yahoo, where Keller is twenty-six bucks yeah um, that's goofy so i mean i love him there um you know bundy i like a good bit on on the other sites but uh, a 26 six dollar keller on yahoo is a like when i say jeff hoffman i'm totally talking uh draft kings. Uh, on yahoo i would definitely play keller long before him
5: yeah he's one dollar above the floor keller like 25 dollars is just like any any jabronis 25 anybody just any if i'm out there i'm 25 bucks and uh don't you're, you're worth keller. it
4: you're, you're worth it <laughs>
5: I tried pitching one time. Very first pitch I threw, I broke a kid's nose and I retired. I'm like, all right, I'll go back to. How did you place. break a kid's nose pitching? I I don't know. I, I didn't have the. I didn't put any vaseline You know, I, I, I
3: you hit I him in the nose. Yeah, well, yeah, didn't hit him in the pitching? foot. Was he facing you? <laughs> did you hit him in the nose? He didn't have a great stance, Tony. What, what do you mean? Like,
5: how is this such an implausible situation? If you've never so seen hit a
3: guy his... in the nose i don't think i've i've watched a lot of baseball in my life i don't think i've ever seen anyone get hit in the nose
5: oh he i didn't say he's a clown so there's like a big target there i I didn't say that part of the story (laughs) i guess so uh as far as those two guys tony are you on those or you go are you going like big you know one up one down or how about the mid-tier as far as keller uh as far as you know other other options uh bundy or anybody else kind of pops through because i got nothing else in the mid-tier
3: for me i've played keller a ton this year i don't Love the spot today, though. I mean, he's fine. I just worry about the Cubs. The Cubs are a little more stingy at the plate. I always feel like they battle guys like Keller and make him work. He gets wild at times. I don't know. I just don't like the price. Like, I like the guys up top. I like the guys cheap. The only guy in the middle that even remotely looks decent to me is Homer, just because he's been pretty good. They need to win. Decent matchup. Good park. And that lineup is really bad for the Angels, so I kind of think Homer's a little sneaky in that range.
5: I meant to bring that one up because um, wait, I thought. Let me get a re- refresh here. Anderson and Simmons is not in that lineup, correct?
3: Yeah, he's out.
4: No. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty watered down team. Kevin Smith is batting fifth. I mean that's the kind of lineup we're looking at. <laughs>
3: look at look <laughs> at like... below
4: it. Like you got Pujols. That lineup is just
3: as bad as it gets.
5: Well, Jay up is done. Trout is done. Otani's done. Um, and you have the K guys in there as well, too. Like, you got Walsh in there. You got Bice in there. Uh, you know, you have Ward in there. Collectively, we always talk about the Angels. This team doesn't strike out. Well, it's 24.1%. That's a pretty big number. Pretty healthy number. And Bailey's been good. Homer's been good. You talk about them needing to win. Like, I guess you can make that, that argument. They're basically in, you know, if not tonight or tomorrow
3: or the next day, it's going to be at some point. I mean, they're... Enough. Are they, they're not fully in, are they? They're only but, up two games. Yeah, between I mean, like
4: Oakland, Tampa, and Cleveland, like are, are two of those teams are going to make it, and one of them yeah. isn't, and it's not decided which one's not. So it's a two there's two game separation.
3: It. Like it's there, they have to win for sure. Like it's not yeah. even close to a foregone conclusion. I was
5: looking at the the predictive math is saying that Oakland has a 96 percent chance. Oh, I'll put
3: that the other way. Like on, <laughs> I'd, I'd bet as much as I could bet that they're not making it at ninety six percent.
5: And then it's a coin toss between Cleveland and, and the Rays. So Rays sixty one percent and Cleveland at forty three percent. So basically yeah, the saying game, game. I'm
4: just telling you what the math. Says. The math has to be wrong. Like it has nah. to be wrong. So you're math, know anything. Where's Cardi at when we need him? <laughs> what is the BVP
5: uh,
3: translation of this? I don't know. How what would Justin Verlander do in this spot?
5: <laughs> uh, they're asking about Tehran uh, in chat. Cheese, uh, I'll let you handle that one because I, I feel like you're going to smirch.
4: I mean, I think, I think the guy's guy uh, so, so terrible. That
5: said,
3: How do you break someone's nose throwing it 36 miles an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I
4: was a crafty lefty like Jamie Boyd. That is great. <laughs> Like I would say, if you're totally spreading out and you just want to play Tehran, I, I mean, I can't stop you. I'm stacking the Royals personally. Uh, Tehran is just not a good pitcher. He he has his like he has his stretches of real life goodness, goodness, and, and I get it. It's the Royals, but I mean, there's just so many better pitchers on this slate. He's, is this only because mind. McBroom is playing? you want to work McBroom in a lineup or like, why you're stacking the Orioles? <laughs> <I, Royals? laughs> I'm, I'm actually off on McBroom. I haven't played him in a couple weeks. Uh, when he first came up, I thought he was going to smash. He's not really doing it. Uh, Soler and Dozier are still the two most underrated players in the league. Um, is Soler yeah. like literally like the best player that no one probably
5: – 47, 48 home runs or something like that? Incredible.
4: Uh, but Merrifield, Soler, and Dozier are like superstars that nobody cares about because they play in Kansas City. Yeah, the Cubs traded
5: Solaire for uh, Wade Davis, I believe. Good job, Cubs. They could probably use him. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they also paid Jason Hayward a lot. Of, well, let's not get into that. Um, all right, any other pitchers that are worth talking about here, guys? Because uh, we got some sticks to talk about.
4: Uh, we've touched everybody on playing. Give me the summary, Dave. Cole is the best pitcher, but you don't have to play him because we've got Scherzer, Clevenger, Flaherty.
3: Would you rank Cole number four in that group based on price? Yep.
4: Clevenger, Scherzer, Flaherty, Cole uh, based on points per dollar, but love them all. Then the chalk that I think is good cash game chalk is Syndergaard Bumgarner. Personally, I think it's not great tournament chalk, but if the price fits, great. Uh, On DraftKings, I like the cheap Jeff Hoffman. On Yahoo, I like the cheap Mitch Keller. you could do some other things in the mid-range. Bundy, I like Bundy. Uh, the Yahoo price on Homer Bailey I like. Uh, but pretty much it's good pitchers and then maybe a cheap one here and there when you need it.
5: Tony, let's open up the bats. Uh, favorite hitter, maybe a favorite team, a stack. Who, who are we looking at as far as the sticks tonight?
4: For me, yeah, I like
3: these, I like these top pitchers, so I'm trying to find some value all around. I, I got ex- a little excited when Dave talked about Kansas City because of how cheap a lot of their guys are. Makes it work with some big pitchers. I kind of like them too. I mean, because even Solaire and Dozier aren't super expensive. You can fit them and then throw three scrubs in there with them if you want to stack, and it fits really good with the top pitchers. I'm looking at that. I mean, I'm looking for value all all around. Not that I all. I mean, I'm fine with playing one of the cheap guys like Hoffman and playing a better stack too. But my goal is to play two of those top guys tonight, which hasn't worked great this year, but. I don't love the offense tonight anywhere besides a few, a few spots with high price guys, but I kind of like the two-stud pitcher thing tonight, so I'm going to try to make it work if I can.
5: Yeah, you know, it feels like um, – by the way, it feels like, Dave, I, I think I cracked your code. I cracked your lineup. You got, you got two big studs. You're stacking KC because, you know, you're supposed to, like, throw your catcher with your stack, but I think you started with the cheap catcher because, like, they're all stuck. <laughs> you're like, how do I make Valera work? Let's just build around Valera. I'm saying you have Valera and a Kansas City stack with two with two pretty big pretty, pretty, pretty What's big. awesome
4: is Kansas City's catcher is Valoria. So you got a Valera Valoria. I mean, that's <laughs> you can't lose with that.
5: I was botching that name. I should have called them but Which by the way, is that how we pronounce it?
4: Melbourne's.
5: Melbourne's is like a, gonna
3: hit a bomb tonight off Tehran.
5: It sounds like a grandma name, doesn't it? Like I don't know. Is that maybe I'm mispronouncing that? I'm not sure. I don't know much about Mel. I
4: believe it's Mabris.
5: Is it? Or are you I'm just that up. Name? I,
4: don't, I honestly have no idea how you pronounce it.
5: I usually know <laughs> the names, but this is one for whatever reason. I, I did not seek out, but uh, in my head, it's Belvary's for, for what it's worth. uh, Yeah, Dave, like, you know, I was going through it, and, you know, 26 teams playing baseball, and, you know, the hitters are just not that appealing as a collective when you consider all mm-hmm. the guys that are playing, and maybe that's one of the reasons why, you know. Part of the problem me. with
3: hitters, though, is that we have all the good pitchers pitching, so, like, the hitters sure. are naturally going to be in bad spots.
5: Yeah, it's almost like, you know, opening day for, like, you know, at least half the slate is opening day or something like that. Uh, Dave, you have a, a team you're focusing in on, four plays?
4: Uh, so sort of, as far as, like, what looks obvious to me, but that I still don't like the most is Boston and then Houston and then Cleveland. Like, I think those are the three teams that have to score some runs. Um, I love the Braves and the Royals, like, both sides of that game. And I love Oakland. Um, that's kind of where I'm at, like, team-wise. And then there's value bats elsewhere. Um, but as far as sort of building around, that's my my main group. Um, and diff- different sites has, have different well-priced hitters. Um, I-, I was hoping Atlanta was going to be sneaky. I don't think they're sneaky at all. I think everyone's going to play Duval and Riley because they're on so Fan cheap especially. on FanDuel. And yeah. then, like, Riley on Yahoo!, but Even like on Yahoo, Acuna, Albies, Donaldson are all under 20 bucks, so it's too it's too easy to get that stack. Um, so I don't think they're sneaky at all. Um, and I'm kind of leaning back towards Oakland, um, to do something a little different than that. You think some people move off Atlanta to
5: some degree and no Freeman just you know, Freeman's out of the lineup, or that's just whatever. There's you can still yeah, I don't think guys.
4: so because yeah. they still got like the big name top three, and then I think. People really like Duvall and Riley because they've each had their moments, like their their big, huge week this year that people remember. Um, so I, I think it's just too easy of a stack.
5: Alby had the weekend off, but that was just for rest, I think, right? He wasn't hurt, correct? He's Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, they're just chilling. Atlanta's just chilling, basically. And, and Freeman's a little bit dinged or something like that. Freeman uh, actually, yeah, is dinged up. Uh, as far as KC, it's kind of worth noting that that lineup does look a little bit worse with the Adam de I think he's out for the season. He's been shut down uh and also as far as the white Sox, santiago was supposed to be the starter day but now
4: it's carson fulmer does that change things you still like cleveland just the same um i was just i just noticed that too i don't know when that happened is is santiago still supposed to pitch at all like not to my knowledge it dropped like an hour or two ago or something like that because like fulmer's been hurt and then he came back and he's been pitching an inning or two so this is just this has to just be a bullpen game i mean fulmer can't pitch more than a couple innings um so if Santiago's not, like, the next guy in, it's just a full-on bullpen game, um, and I still like it.
5: Yeah, I think that's the case. Uh, don't hold me to it, but I'm fairly certain that is the case. As far as catchers, we go around the horn position by position, and catcher feels especially bad. <laughs> like, it all, like you know, Grandal's not on the slate. You know, uh, Real Muto is facing – well, if he cracks the lineup, he's going to be facing Scherzer it just feels terrible and like maybe just get in get out as cheap as possible. Tony, is that sort of where we're at today?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's super ugly and there's decent number of people that are pretty cheap. I mean, I'm trying to find anyone that I would spend up on and I don't (laughs) necessarily see it. So like I'm good with our boy Melbreeze or whatever
4: we call them.
5: (laughs) (laughs) No Mitch Garver, you know, all the good catchers are not playing.
4: So yeah. This is definitely the, the place to save money. And essentially, I mean, it's kind of always the rule. If you're just stacking someone, you play the catcher. But, I mean, especially tonight when there's no good catchers.
5: Who's the best $7 catcher on Yahoo? Like, more or less $7? Scrolling through. And um,
4: McCann, Brian McCann? Brian McCann. Yeah. I got it's, excited there for a second about Brian McCann. <laughs> yeah. I, I
5: think that's, a, that's who I have the most of on Yahoo. I mean, Sean Murphy's 22 bucks for still in Peters. Like, how can you – how can you click that button? Like, you know, you can, but come
3: on. Um, Those are the type of plays I like, though. Like, if I was spinning up, I think it would be Murphy. Like, just because I like Oakland, and he's got a little bit of pop. I don't know. Like, no one's going to play him, and he, he could break – he hits two bombs, and everybody plays the zero at catcher. You got a pretty big leg up.
5: Hey, dude, did one of these lefties get bang out a homer versus Cole – Yes. Is it
3: Navarez or, you know? It, it, yes. Um, I mean. You play
4: a guy against Cole. Like, you need to examine. Personally, I completely crossed off the whole Mariners team. But, I mean, yes, Cole probably will allow a home run. I mean, that's that's the thing. But I think it would be really goofy to chase it unless you're just 150 lineups.
5: All right. Let's get out of catch. Let's talk about first base. Tony, open it up for us. Who's popping for you?
3: What, what about Buster Posey? Are we allowed to play? Well, what year are we playing DFS? (laughs) Oh, now we're what year we're playing DFS? I mean, if only I could have heard that a few months ago. Well, he's not facing a lefty. That's the reason why we can't play. Oh, the old, he's not facing a lefty. So, (laughs) first base, I like, I mean, my favorite team, just pure team would be the Indians. So, I have to like Santana. You got Pete Alonzo is always good. First base, there's a bunch of guys up top you can play. I mean, all, all these guys up top, it's not like catcher. but I don't know. These Kansas City guys, you got O'Hearn and you got, can we still play? Yeah, McBroom. I mean, both those guys are kind of where I'm looking because they're so cheap. That's why I was happy when Dave said Kansas City because they really fit the mold of where I want to go tonight. I think they're my cheap guys, and I don't hate Neil Walker for a little. I'll use it for Dave the leverage Neil Walker against. Oh, a little
4: bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try to sneak that in just to tilt him, but you beat oh, me to man. it. You play if you play McBroom and Walker, you sweep up all the leverage.
5: <laughs> Can't oh my gosh, uh, do better. The cheese, see Neil Walker and raise him. I feel
4: like you can do this. <laughs> um, well, like the guy you can actually, like for real, play um is Jared Walsh um he actually has real power um yeah and he's free so uh personally ryan o'hearn is my my favorite punt um but like jared walsh at 36 homers in triple a this year like he's not a nobody um but i mean i i would love to get santana or goldschmidt um if possible or maybe mitch moreland um that sort of mid mid mid-range first base is pretty good um so mostly my punts, I do have some O'Hearn. Um, and then like on Yahoo, the $7 guys, um, it, I would play Walsh. We saw
5: yesterday how vengeful Goldie is bang went out yesterday. Uh, first game back oh, in vengeful. Arizona.
4: <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, I'm so disappointed that, uh, Billy Hamilton is not playing tonight because he was unstoppable. That's a revenge game. I right might there. play for the, uh, pinch hit stolen base revenge game. <laughs> And you're thinking of, like, playoff showdown
5: or something like that, if he makes the 25-man roster or something like that. Or I don't know if he would – he's probably super cheap. I have no idea how that works. I don't play those very often, but maybe I'll dabble this year. Um, who else did I have at first base that I thought was kind of – sort? Oh, I do like
4: Goldie. Oh Go ahead. Uh, Matt Olson. Guys, nobody plays lefty-lefty. For one thing, Dylan Peters is not good against lefties, even, arguably even worse than against righties. Matt Olson is good against lefties, and he's going to pitch three or four innings anyway. Like, do not leave Olsen out of your Oakland stacks.
5: Yeah, and we know that the you know the fences have been lowered there out there in Anaheim. If you guys have not caught on to that, that's also a thing. It doesn't you know it doesn't change everything, but it certainly helps. Uh, anything else here, Tony, as far as first that we should mention, or shall we move on and talk about the old Keystone position, second base?
3: Another another cheap guy I like is Matt Adams. Even though it's against Nola, I really like Washington four five six Soto as Druible Adams. I always play that. With Adams back, I don't. I mean, no one's going to play him against Nola, and I, I like that little four-five-six there. All my guys are pretty good against righties. Some power. I like that little three-man. You had to get us dribble in there, didn't you? You love his dribble So he's so much better. He's too good to play for you, Dean. He's too good. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to pick on Nola
5: and Adams. This is his first game back in a while. Like I think you know, so. he, this is a pinch running situation or like a pinch uh, double swap defensive.
3: He's not. He's not playing. Win,
5: Well, I mean, he he can walk around the bases if he bangs on a homer. It doesn't really matter. All I care about the homers, it's the
3: year of the homers, Dean. It is, yes. It
5: is the year of the homers. Uh, Speaking of getting pitched in for, Dave, I don't know how to handle this one. I never pick it right with uh, Jock Jams, Jock Peterson, you know, may only get two at-bats. Dodgers kind of sort of cruising. When a lefty comes in, we see it all the time, and there's so many bodies in that Dodger pan. And Roberts is always itching to mess, mess with his lineup. What? How do you? What do you do with Peterson? Because the price is down, the price is reasonable. If You get those five at bats, you're locking in. But
4: yeah, I just, I don't know how to handle it. I just I, don't like it at all. Like, I feel like Roberts would be upset if Peterson ever got to play a full game. Like, it's a goal. Like, <laughs> you know. And every team has lefties in the bullpen. There's only, I mean, there's three lefties in the San Diego bullpen. Mm-hmm. But he'll see one of them just because they'll want to get him out of the game too. They have this deal. Like, don't let him play. I just, I'm so off the Dodgers right now. Yeah. Same. Because they don't have to play and they're not like, I would still play a little Bellinger tonight, but I mean, that's really about all I'm doing. Second base. uh, You
5: got Altuve, Albies, or like your boy Biggio at the top. It's, it's tough to decide between those three for me.
4: Um, Yeah, I would go, I guess I would go with Altuve first and Albies second and Biggio third. But I mean, I, that's a really good top of the position. Um, And I think you do want a good second baseman, if at all possible. Um, The cheap stuff at second is not super exciting. Um, So we've talked about Valera a couple times leading off. He's totally fine as a punt. Um, Like, I think he's the kind of guy you can throw in a cash game to just round things out. Um, But between Altuve and Albis and Biggio, I, I think you really want to try to spend up.
5: You know uh, the aforementioned as Dribble Cabrera plays second base, so you're insulting Tony, your best friend. Like you just basically said, Cabrera is trash.
3: Dave likes says dribble, don't be putting
4: I, him I, in that I, category. I do. I do.
5: <laughs> you're not playing tonight, though. He'll um,
3: have him. I bet no, if he's, he's, not. he's playing. One fifty. He no, knows.
4: Oh least... like, well, yeah, if sure. We want to put the qualifier. Yeah, if I was Max Entering, I would definitely have that three, four, five from Washington, mm-hmm. but I'm not. So. <laughs>
3: I put 150 in tonight for the first time in a long time. That's how much I
5: like it. Well, I'm told if you play 150, you can cover every combination. So that's so why I hit it, because I wanted lose. to win tonight. The math says, the same math that says Oakland's got a 96 percent chance.
4: <laughs> the same guy. <laughs> and someone uh, someone mentioned, I think on DraftKings, Alberto is your, your cash game punt at second, if you need one. He's good for two singles. Do you want two singles? Get yeah. Alberto. Yeah, exactly. That's That's what you're doing.
5: <laughs> uh, Tony what, what are you doing here at second bases let's just pretend as Jubal Cabrera is not a second baseman
3: uh, who else are we looking at so I really like this Valera I mean Toronto one hole I like Toronto and Baltimore as far as just basically everyone in the lineup I'm good with game stacking it I'm good with all these cheap prices I mean look at these Baltimore prices uh, Baltimore scores so many runs you know how many uh, some of my best teams in the last two months are Baltimore every time because they just pound the ball and this no is plays Toronto them. bullpen game again. with a, It's a bad bullpen for a bullpen game. I mean, both, both, both ways in this game. You look at these price tags. That's why I'm comfortable playing two pitchers up top because, sure, you got BGO. You got a couple expensive guys. But besides that, there's so many cheap guys. It just works. So, I mean, Valera at 3200 on DraftKings, and I'm sure cheap everywhere. I mean, what is, is he man on Yahoo? Probably uh let's see yeah he's seven bucks yeah Do we like, assume he's a switch hitter Do we assuming he sticks around the entire game i don't know why he would not on a yeah, bad team like yeah that's, what that's what the good doing. thing about bad teams you put a guy like that up top you almost he, he's got a pretty good
4: chance at finishing you would think and we've got a new baltimore lineup um so okay H- alberto is not playing and Santander's not in there uh dwight smith is in now vr is up to the top so if you were playing baltimore that's got to be rethought a little bit now uh, but it's still Hay- Hayes, Mancini, Nunez are still the three main guys I would want.
2: I've
3: Hayes every pitcher? day for like – since he's come up or wherever he came from, I've played him like every day, and he's just a beast.
5: Oh, yeah, I did not have – so you, don't, you don't
3: like Willie Mays, Hayes?
5: Uh, Willie Mays, he, he, he may catch like Hayes, but he uh, – yeah, we <laughs> finished that sentence. <laughs> Ten push-ups every single time I roster him. Um, all
4: right, Let, let's jump to the hot corner, third base. Dave, open it up for us. Third base is just always the greatest position in the world. Um, yeah. And, and we got some underpriced guys, which makes some of the higher priced guys not really played. Like So Bregman, Devers, and Rendon, even Arenado, really. I mean, I love them. But because we've got Donaldson and Chapman and Hunter Dozier so affordable, um, I think Chapman is the guy, like salary-wise, that I like the most on Yahoo!, and DraftKings, yeah. Uh, Donaldson on FanDuel a little more, um, or maybe Deavers you can get to there. Uh, it's just such a good position. I, I don't think you can mess around uh, with any cheap nonsense at this position.
5: Yeah, the combination of Volquez and Gerardo, you know, uh, in Texas, uh, you know, Boston. I saw somebody in chat asking the question, basically, like, can you trust Boston? You play Boston, nothing to play for. It's kind of playing out the string, but you know, these guys aren't just going to stand in the box. They're going to take their hacks, and you know, the matchups are great you know bats Devers, like is it devers or devers this is one of those i don't know do you know this for sure i don't know for sure i i hear devers more often but i i don't know i listen to a lot of games on mute like i, I have like the quad box on and i have four games yeah. and i usually have like a podcast going on in the background or something like that so yeah i have no clue you know this tony can you break the tie
3: i mean i've heard it both ways too so i thought it was devers but it could easily not be so
5: yeah, and I can't understand the Boston announcers' accents. I don't know what, it, what they're exactly. saying. I mean, the Boston yeah, guys for right. sure
3: say Devers, but it doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> Divas.
5: Yeah, I can't I Let's can't understand Divas. what, the, what they're that. saying there. Um, well, what do you have for Tony, as far as third base?
3: When did, when did my boy Jose Ramirez get back? Has he been Tonight back for today. a minute? It's
2: Today's his, his first, first game? game back. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I like that. I mean, he's down in the six. He, he, they got to get him ready to try to make a run here at this playoff spot. I definitely like him but there's so much value at third base too kind of like you guys were talking about the tampa guy or i mean the toronto baltimore guys you got vladdy you got nunez you got even drury is super cheap down low i just like that game so much N-
4: nunez on yahoo at ten dollars is pretty likable
3: sure you can talk to that as dribbles here too i mean how good do you have to be to be that that high of a ranking on both positions. I mean, his Drupal just whoo, he fits nice.
4: If you could play him at both positions, you oh, play him
3: twice. That wouldn't even be fair.
5: I, I would love to play you in a head to head. You get double as Drupal. What's two oh. times
4: zero? Two times zero. <laughs> Shortstop, Jeez. Um, okay. So not as good as third base. Um, but you know, Lindor is is great if you have all kinds of money. Um, you probably don't. I think you can punt to Dansby Swanson even at the bottom of the lineup, um, especially on Yahoo at $7. Like, I think that's just wrong. Like, I would much rather spend up at second and third and even first than at shortstop. I like Simeon. I like Lindor. I like VR, I like Bogarts. I like Seeger, I like Story. I like Correa. But I don't love any of them like I do with these other positions. So, for me, this is more of a savings. Uh, and Swanson kind of stands out to me.
5: Samsonite was way off. Uh, uh, Tony, what do you have for me?
3: Who does Logan Morrison even play for? i just seen he's in the lineup. Yeah, so I just I, I saw
5: the Phillies lineup drop. He's batting
3: second for the Yes,
5: I, I wanted to talk about this after you knock out the uh, you know the, the shortstops, Tony, because okay. you know, it was a doubleheader. This is the second half of a doubleheader. Of course, Philly's basically done, playing out the string. Uh, they're doing game one I
3: Not don't that it know. matters but who won
5: <laughs> Washington I think it was like 4-1 last I saw Ross started the game uh Joe Ross for Washington but yeah Hernandez Lomo, Segura Miller Kingery Hastily, uh Franco and Knapp so there's no real Muto and there's no Harper and there's probably somebody else I'm missing and just kind of giving it the eye test here it's a terrible lineup and I think this this moves up uh Scherzer uh if you're looking to break a tie right Cheese.
4: Yeah, this is pretty good. Um, <laughs> this is just not a lineup to be scared. It's not even at full strength. It's not even really that scary of a lineup. And you take a couple of their best hitters out. Uh, yeah, definitely move Scherzer up. Yeah,
5: uh, just I, I think that's worth noting. Like Logan Morris in batting second in 2019
4: is. Uh... I mean, Ed, Brad Miller's your cleanup hitter. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he did it two if, I mean, Hoskins right. Harper real muto out of the like they're obviously not trying tonight which they yeah. and they, they have no reason to so It's second half a double header um it's still a better lineup strikeout wise than uh, the White Sox I mean I would still say Clevenger probably strikes out another batter more than Scherzer but mm-hmm. um again I'm playing it by salary like give me if you need the couple bucks on Yahoo give me Clevenger on Ya Yo- on FanDuel we'll definitely give me Scherzer on DraftKings probably give me Scherzer
5: now, Tony, your thoughts as far as shortstop and jump on the app, Because we've fallen a little behind in time,
3: unfortunately. Yeah, shortstop. Uh, Lindor's obviously my guy at the top. Cleveland's my favorite, like, high price stack type team. So, Lindor's my favorite. Cheap guys. I don't love the position down low. I'm looking at – I mean, like, I like Kansas City, but this Nicky Lopez, I, I can't forgive him for the time he bunted three times in one game when I played him. So. <laughs> I'm mad at him uh, I mean you got you got guys you can play I don't hate Miami as cheap guys as far as not a full stack but like two you got Neil Walker you got Rojas you got Castro even Alfaro hit two bombs yesterday I don't mind Miami for like if you want to play one or two fillers just to fill out your team with cheap guys to play these hot, hot guys and get some leverage as they like to say wow. leverage. Leverage leverage it
2: it
3: up. Up. <laughs> seriously though you don't like some of these Miami guys tonight Dave
4: I do, but not yeah. because of the L word. Just not because of, of the leverage.
3: Yeah, <laughs> because of the price points. Again, because the of the price pitcher. points. Yeah,
4: and they're just—they're not as bad as people want them to be. Like they're not as bad as they were earlier in the year. Some of these batters are moderately acceptable. Like their price tags are literally free. There's no free. Cooper or Anderson. I know it wouldn't even be fair. They'd be a playoff team if, the, if those guys <laughs> had played all year. <laughs> I, I just still can't believe uh, Ned
5: Yost gave the bunt sign. I'm still in shock in that one because that's not, that does not sound like the Ned, Ned Yost I know uh, that Tony's talking about. Uh, let, let's knock out some outfielders, Tony. Who's jumping outfield? I don't like the outfield just as a general thought. I don't like it.
3: I mean, outfield, Outfield's always the least exciting position to talk about because it just depends on how you build. I mean, you're going to, you're going to usually stack a few guys from your team. Just looking at the prices. I mean, you got, Chris Davis is obviously going to be popular if he's if he's in there. I don't think we have an Oakland lineup, but he's super cheap in some of the sites. You got Fran Mill. I like Fran Mill as a sneaky play in the seven hole for Cleveland. No one's going to play him, at least I don't think, out of the seven hole. And, I mean, the Atlanta guys, Austin Riley, you got some of those guys. You can even play McBroom in the outfield, it looks like. But outfield, you can, you can play whoever. I mean, it's a 13-game slate or whatever it is. There, there's a million good plays.
5: Uh, I love Acuna. Is my favorite big spin probably in the Outfield Springer as well. Acuna, I believe, really wants the 40-40. Like, I think that's the thing in his head. Uh, I don't believe like, you
3: like Atlanta. I mean, I don't believe that. What? Of course you like Atlanta. I'm being sarcastic. You, oh. you, you have no creativity whatsoever. Creative.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I think he's a couple of uh, stolen bases short of getting the 40-40. And, like, you know, they're they're locked up. They're, you know, waiting for the playoffs. But at the same time, this dude's still on third base. He's actively trying to get uh, stolen bases. And, you know, somebody asked in the chat earlier, a jack and a bag candidate who's going to bang one and swipe one. Acuna, that's my top dog. And like, yeah, sure, yeah. maybe it's a little chalky, but
3: Duffy's got to be decent against stolen bases, isn't he? Uh,
5: well, he's not pitching the whole game.
4: <laughs> not sure. We have a tool for this, but it's not pulled up yeah. on my end. I mean, it's not a good matchup against Duffy, but um, you know, yeah, they're they're going to get Acuna will get two or three at bats against somebody else. Dave Outfield? Yeah, uh, Acuna is my favorite as well. I do like Springer a good bit. Um, I guess people aren't going to be playing bets and JD, which I like. I think that the chalky cheap stuff, which Tony mentioned is Duvall and Riley and Chris Davis and maybe Chad Pinder. Very creative of Tony, by the way, to mention the chalky cheap stuff, but go ahead. continue. Um, but it's important because it's, it's there for a reason. Like it's, it's the right stuff, you know? Um, but I think this probably leaves a, a kind of random mid tier of underowned stuff. Like definitely the Indians outfield. Is very strong. Um, Ozuna, especially on Yahoo, Ozuna and Conforto are worth $13. Um, absolutely love them both. Um, you don't have to go cheaper than that uh, if you don't want to. It, Let's, uh, oh, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Can you, can you no, know? the the position, there's just so many plays. You can't name them all. All right. We're going to have uh, questions line
5: up here in a second. Of course, I'm going to do a screen share and show people what's going on as far as lineup HQ uh for some reason there's there's no k-prop at least i can't find it according to lineup hq on um on coal uh wait oh uh, there it is it just popped it, it only
4: goes up to two digits so they
5: that, it's <laughs> ten and a half actually <laughs> apparently it's ten and a half which no surprise clevenger eight and a half syndergaard seven and a half that's a big number for syndergaard that's pretty ambitious uh yeah little juice on the over but still uh flarity at seven and a half uh, dave make a bowl call i don't know if you have it pulled up in front of you as far as the k-props Give me a winner. We're 4-0 and oh, uh, as far as our bold calls, as far as our winner for K-Props uh, going back to last week. Thanks to, in large part to the almanac. Really?
4: They hooked me up. Uh, I realized like yeah. Homer Bailey over four and a half?
5: Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah,
4: that, uh, that would be the one.
5: What about yourself, though, Tony? What do you have for
3: me as far as a prop? I mean, I've, I think Clevenger over eight and a half. So I, there's big juice, though. You're laying 150, but he's going over eight and a half for sure. And I think I think Garrett Cole's going under for sure. I, I don't think he's getting to 11. I mean, 10 and a uh, half. <laughs> he's only going to go 90 pitches. He's, I know he's done it before. I'm not saying he – I mean, whatever. He could easily strike. I'm not I'm not saying that. But I think he's going to strike out seven, go like six innings. I mean, that's what I see him doing tonight.
5: Heesh. Is, it, is that a better or worse take than Cardi
3: saying Verlander's overrated? <laughs> that that's that a, Garrett Cole's going to go take. six innings tonight? Like they're not playing for anything. I don't. Seven days. Like I'm not playing Cole on any of my 150. He's playing for the walk of the Cy Young. I mean, he's I don't also think super tonight's competitive. going to impact
4: the Cy Young. Yeah, version. Cole throwing six innings with one run and nine, I would say nine strikeouts. He's still the Cy Young winner. Like, even if he gets bombed tonight,
3: like, he, it's, it's not going to impact tonight. He's not going to get bombed anyways, but it, it's not. Tonight is not going to impact the Cy Young, I don't think, either way, no matter what he does. He uh,
5: he uh struck out double digits in his last seven games, I believe, at least six or seven games for what it's seven. Worth. seven. Well, let me get
3: into that. I owe you, like, a I owe you a couple side yeah. pieces right now. You can have the over. I'll take the under. I always want to take a shot. No, I don't really feel that strong about it. You said seven. I'll take the over on seven. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Siege. (laughs) You made the line, not me. Yeah, that's what Siege says, too. (laughs) Oh, boy.
5: I take it all back. I apologize. I do not want to be. All right. Extreme hitters umpire tonight going down in a couple ballparks. We have uh, Boston extreme hitters umpire. Just one, actually, because there's three pitchers and two are for Texas. Uh, Extreme pitchers umpire. Oh, just for fun, in case you needed more convincing that Scherzer's, you know, a really, really solid play tonight. Extreme pitchers umpire for Washington as well. Oh, Dave
3: Scherzer is going to go as much as he can go, right? Yeah, uh, honestly, the
4: the more we're going, the more I'm thinking uh, I'm just going to play Scherzer. <laughs> like,
3: this lineup is just geez. staring at me. Yeah, it really like,
4: is. Like, but the thing you can do: Scherzer and Clevenger, or oh, Scherzer and Flaherty. Oh, it's happening like, for me. It. Are, yeah, I'm a, I'm going to load
3: 150 with just those three. I think.
5: Oh man. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's, let's and As far as the ownership, we already kind of talked about that before. Let's start loading up some questions from chats. Uh, give me some stacks, Tony. Who you like as far as stacking up? And give me three dudes that are going to bang out some homers.
3: Yeah, I mean, my plan for the night is to play Baltimore, to play Toronto, to play Kansas City, and then just filter in some cheap bats with them. I mean, Miami, some some other cheap spots along the way, but and play these top guys like we just said, Flaherty, Clevenger. I think Clevenger and Scherzer could go for eighty combined. And I'll take my chances to maybe hit a stack somewhere with them, one of these cheap stacks. I love – Toronto and Baltimore, though, it's for sure my favorite just because of the prices. Uh, Homers? Three homers? For me? Sure. Uh, I got to take Willie Mays Hayes. (laughs) I got to take – Give me this Al- Alfred dude in the eight hole for Toronto. As a oh no, guy.
5: that's a terrible. Don't I know. always
3: got to give you one like flyer that is a little off the wall, and then that was Hayes. Neil Walker too. I'll take and it's Walker. You give me three flyers. <laughs> don't worry about my three. First of all, Willie Mays Hayes is not a flyer. He's a beast. I'm serious too. That guy's good.
5: Well, he he went with that launch. He was on Team angle before anybody else, for what it's worth. But uh, geez, what do you have for me as far as uh, three guys that are gonna homer and some stacks?
3: Stacks would be the Braves, Royals, and Oakland. I love that you. Every time you say Royals, I get a little more. Knock on wood if you are with me. And I, I mean, I get, I get excited. Stop talking about him You are getting me too excited. It's, it's only so be, excited you can be, get about. There is a reason to be excited about it. I mean, I already liked them, and then when I never dreamed Dave would like Kansas City. Like that's just <laughs> spoiling me. He just really doesn't like well it was That's. I think that's more what it is.
4: No, well, and Lair and Dozier, like for real, are two of the very best hitters in the whole world. And nobody even knows about them because of the and, Kansas City thing.
5: And you already have the punt catcher.
4: Yeah. So you
3: might as well complete the stack.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll just like, get it.
3: One of the reasons I like Kansas City, at least before Dave, the reason I liked them is everyone loves the Braves. They're only a 160 road favorite. That's not that big of a favorite and no one's going to play Kansas City. So, I love spots like that where I think Kansas city could win the game. I think Duffy's better than Tehran. And I don't know, like no one's going to play one team. Everyone's going to play the other team and I get cheap prices on Kansas city. It just fits.
5: Hey Dave, quick question in a vacuum. What free agent do you want? You want Garrett Cole or you want Rendon? Garrett Cole. Wow. Interesting. Uh, All right. Let's knock out some questions here from chat. The chat wants to know where do you get your candy cigarettes? Amazon?
3: Amazon. I got a gas station right here that has them off Amazon if I get a bunch. How many boxes of candy cigarettes are currently in your house? I got a bunch because I'm in this office so much.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dave, chalk combo for pitching on DK for single entry. The chalk combo, I think, is bad bum uh, and Syndergaard. Would you agree with that?
4: Yes. So you're probably not going to do that? I, I, I wouldn't even consider playing the two of them together in a single entry tournament. Big T, Chapman or Donaldson?
3: I'm not playing Atlanta, so Chapman. I I love love Chapman, too.
5: I got a twofer for you, Dave. Uh, Mookie and O'Hearn versus Kano and Ozuna for cash.
4: Mookie, O'Hearn.
3: Your favorite cheapies, uh, T? Hitters? Yeah. I mean, I like Kansas City. The same teams. All my guys are cheap tonight.
4: Dave, you got Gordon in your Kansas City stack? yeah um Uh, only in a full stack like i'm starting obviously Soler and dozier and then i like i end up with more o'hearn just because of salary and um like gordon is kind of if he fits great um if not i'm not gonna worry about it
5: uh thoughts on a cub stack it's not something i've considered we've seen you know uh you know keller has blown up in the past i suppose but that's not something i've considered how about yourself big t
3: I think, like I said when we were talking about Keller, I think the Cubs match up pretty good with with Keller just because they make him work a little bit. They do have a somewhat sneaky team total up to five. I don't completely hate the Cubs. I'm not going to be playing it more than likely because the prices aren't that cheap, except like Zobrist. Is, I'm not, I am not. I hate Zobrist,
4: but they're fine. I mean, if you want to play them, I, I don't completely hate it. I would just say it's not nuts because even if Keller pitches great, they can make him work hard enough that it's four or five innings, and that – arguably the worst bullpen right now so I I do think it's viable Dave we got a new
5: pairing uh to square off against Mookie and O'Hearn how how do you feel about Mark Hanna and Dozier for cash still the first one
4: right yeah I would just play the bet side
5: yeah that's 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 where I'm at as
4: well how many more musings do you have are you finishing out the week Yep, I'll be uh and I'm thinking I'm doing Saturday as well so we got Wednesday Thursday Friday four four more and then I'm going to sleep hibernation really yeah. you'll wake up every sunday to watch the browns though like, well, oh maybe. absolutely yeah
5: theory <laughs> on well, saturday you got auburn too that's good times as well uh tony tell the
3: people where they can find you where, where, where have
5: you been you haven't been on the flagship in a while
3: i'm gonna be on again tomorrow but print factory every week twitter i'll be in the streets <laughs> telling you what to do on those showdown slates i like the showdown oh, shows absolutely oh. I, I appreciate you watching Captain I seen you Gabriel? up top with me one day. You were up, you were up top. We were both up there. One of those like I've
4: done all right. Yeah. Did you They're Captain fun, Gabriel last they? night?
3: Probably not. Guaranteed. Dean hates showdowns. Cheese. Cheese love showdown. I, <laughs> geez, no showdowns. It's I good mean, stuff. Yeah. there's no I'll, I'll way dabble. Dean has played hardly any of these showdowns. Like it's just not Dean's cup of tea.
5: It's yeah. It's it's I'll dabble, but it's it's just for funsies. I'm not going to play a lot. But why uh, do you not play it more? Because it's nonsense. It's like a three o catch it nonsense. <laughs> there's it really, such a big edge well if there's an edge i'm all over it but i, I guess Jeez, I have to start is watching there an videos. edge do
3: you think there's an edge in these cheese yeah there is <laughs> i can confirm <laughs> i guarantee there. either if you play they're all game theory i, can, I can't argue with the dean i can't do this
5: we gotta go i want to argue i want to have the conversation i don't want to argue i just want to have the conversation because i don't really know to be perfectly honest uh you know much more about that than i do we gotta step aside we gotta get go out here we're gonna make way for crunch time which is uh Derek Cardi uh and kevin roth we're off there talking weather. Cardi answering all your baseball-related questions. Fun show. Good times. He's cheese. He's tea. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. We're out of here.